God, just tell me what to do next. You've said that to yourself a million times, right? You just don't want to go down the wrong path. We've all been there. So how do you make the right decision? How do you discern what's from you or from the enemy and what's coming from God? Today, we're going to discuss four foolproof ways to discern God's will. So don't go away. Hey, and welcome to Likely Loser. I'm Shireen, aka Reen. I'm a Jesus freak, mama, course creator, and a speaker. Listen, do you want to belong to a community that gets you? Do you want to use your gifts for God's glory to create a kingdom business? You know, that ministry that makes an impact. Are you wishing there was a way to get clarity on what your business is going to look like? Or do you want unshakable confidence to not only move forward on the idea that you've been keeping secret, but have the kind of confidence that makes the ground shake when you walk? So girl, if you are ready to lead with confidence, authenticity, and to walk in your God-given calling, grab you a cup of cocoa, a pen, and a paper, and let's get to work. Hey, before we get to today's episode, I just want to talk to you for a quick minute. I know what it is to feel lonely. I remember searching Facebook groups and networking events to find people who get me, and I couldn't, which shouldn't be, because as the body of Christ, we should have a place where we go to talk with like-minded people about our ideas, our wins, our prayers, to sit in a judgment-free zone where we can commune and hold each other accountable. So I made my own. If you have ever felt like this, I want you to go right now to cupsofcoco.com slash community and you will get into our Boss Believers community. Girl, I cannot wait to support you over there. I'll see you inside. So I like to be incredibly honest with you guys, right? The reason why we're going to talk about discernment today is number one, it is the question that I get the most. Like people ask me that all the time. And number two, I'm going through something right now in this season in my life where I'm, I feel like I'm constantly asking that question. Okay. What do I do next? But I do feel like, uh, there are ways that we can use discernment. There are ways that we can say this is coming from God or this is not coming from God. And we do need to practice how to discern, right? It is a skill. Um, it is something that has to be worked on, like just like when you're working out, when you're building muscle. Um, so this is something that we do need to be aware of and how to tell, how to discern um, this from that, what to do next. All right, so let's talk about it. For foolproof ways to discern God's will. Number one, it aligns with scripture. It aligns with scripture. I always say God is never going to go tell you to rob a bank, right? Um, he's never going to 
tell you to do anything that is outside of scripture, that does not coincide with scripture. He's never going to do that. So this is when we really have to read our Bibles, right? We really have to understand what scripture says. So I always encourage that all of us, including myself, to read our Bibles, to be up on scripture, because yes, it is nice. It is fine to um, listen to podcasts and um, to listen to the sermon and to to think on whatever it is that you heard at church, right? Those are wonderful things, but it does not compare to actually knowing what is in scripture. So that is a big way that we can know what God is telling us because God says everything repeats itself. He does say that. And we're going to talk about that again in a second. So a lot of times when he's talking to other people in the Bible, you are going through something similar and you can find answers there. We just don't. (laughs) We just don't do it. So it will align with scripture. He's never going to tell you to do anything that is outside of that. Okay. Number two, it convicts. The Holy Spirit does convict. Negative talk and conviction, however, are not the same. Sometimes we talk to ourselves in a way that is not kind, or someone else talks to us in a way that is not kind, um, and we are talking down upon ourselves, or we hear a voice um, in our head that says, you can't do this, you are inexperienced, you are this, you are that. That's not conviction. That is not what we're talking about here. The Holy Spirit convicts in love. So that means when you start to hear things that does not look like love, and correction, that is not from God. The most classic example for me is the woman at the well. She encountered Jesus at the well, and he could have went in on her, right? He could have said so many things about her, but he didn't. He spoke to her, first of all, with kindness, but he also convicted She was the one who expressed everything that she was doing, the wrong things that she was doing. Um, She was the one who, who actually said that openly. He basically held a mirror up to her. He convicted. So this is correcting in love. That's what it means. It will be uncomfortable, right? I'm not saying that you conviction, it doesn't feel good all the time. That's not true. That's not conviction. Because it is pushing you into something uncomfortable, most likely. It is pushing you into growth. So it won't always feel great, but it is in love. It will always be in love. So that's how you can know the differences um, with what you are hearing and if it's from God and if it's not. Okay, 2 Timothy 3, 16, 17, all scripture is inspired by God and useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong with our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. So again, 
this is saying, know your Bible, that <laughs> this verse is saying, know your Bible, because it does teach you to do what is right. Then it goes on to say the Holy Spirit does correct you. It goes on to say that. Number three, it's repetitive. It's repetitive. I believe that I mentioned this in episode two when we were talking about how to know what your calling is, how to figure that out. And I did say in that episode, it is going to be repetitive. What God needs you to do is going to be repetitive because that is how he communicates. Sometimes we say things like, God, just give me a sign. Give me a sign and I will go forth. I will make that decision. Give me a sign. And the fact is we do get repetitive confirmation, repetitive signs, but we aren't paying attention. We aren't listening. He can give you a million different signs over and over and over again, which is what he does. But if you are not listening, what is the point? What is the point? Sometimes we want him to do it in a certain way. And when we don't see that, we say, I'm not sure what to do next. Or sometimes he does tell us what to do, but it is uncomfortable. And therefore we just say, I don't know what he's trying to say. But he does talk to us in repetition. Okay. Pharaoh was given the same dream twice. That's in Genesis. Jesus repeated many miracles, the same miracles, like feeding thousands from nothing. He did that multiple times. As humans, we are quick to forget what just happened. When the people were led out by Moses, how many times <laughs> did they say, take me back, right? Like they didn't remember what they just came out of. We are quick to forget what God does for us and what he wants us to do. Therefore, he repeats himself. Even the disciples forgot some of the miracles and wanted him to repeat himself. So he did. Okay. So that is a way that he now communicates to us. He repeats himself. May not always be how we want it to be. Sometimes it is directly, it could be in your thoughts. But sometimes it is through other people. Sometimes it is through things that we are watching. Sometimes, you know, it is through things that we are reading, but it is repetitive. But you have to pay attention. You have to pay attention. I know for a fact that being a speaker is part of what I have to do. This is part of my calling. God has already spoken that to me. And the way in which he did that was that I have had dreams in which I am speaking, um, yes, at different places, but the main dream is speaking in front of, uh, on a large stage with thousands of people there. And that still scares me. I'm not going to lie to you. That still scares me. Um, and I have done speaking and I know that's leading up to that. I haven't spoken in front of thousands of people yet, but I know that it's leading up to that because he's already given that, given me that dream multiple times. He's already given me opportunities and I can feel myself, um, getting to that point at the very beginning when I didn't know anything about me speaking. Like I thought that was crazy. I didn't have a business. Um, you know, you guys know that I'm really quiet. So I didn't have any of those things. So in the very beginning, I thought that was crazy when those dreams started happening. That's crazy. That's not me. That doesn't make sense, right? Very, very uncomfortable, but it kept happening. And what happened was I kept getting opportunities 
some of them that I said no to because I was uncomfortable, because I was scared. But he didn't stop repeating. He kept on repeating because this is something that he said I have to do. This is something that is part of uh, my calling. He needs me to do this. So he probably will still repeat that until I get to that point and maybe, you know, maybe it will be something else. But remember that he repeats himself, but you have to pay attention. You have to pay attention. And number four, it brings you closer to Christ, right? Whatever decision you're making, it brings you closer to Christ. Um, I was listening to someone speak and the person was talking on the subject of marriage. And he said, if you are with someone and you're thinking about getting married, forget about it. If you know this person will not bring you closer to Christ, right? If you know this union will not bring you closer to Christ, forget about it. And I thought that was interesting and true because it's not just um, who you unite with in marriage, in, with that union, but it's also your friends. If they are not bringing closer to Christ, that's a problem. The buck doesn't stop with them. Obviously, this is your journey and you have to be responsible for that. But pay attention who's in your space. This also is true with your decisions. Is this decision going to get me closer to Christ? Is this decision pushing me in the right direction? Or is it taking me away from Christ, right? There are some jobs that we take that we want so bad. Um, so when the opportunity comes, yes, and we got it, we're so certain, yes. And then we get into that environment and we realize this is not for us. <laughs> and that's because it may be because we're not talking to God about it, about the decision. You have to talk to God when you are making decisions, because some things, although you may really, really, really want, are not for you, because they will take you away from Christ. They will take you away from what you are supposed to do, your calling, um, your journey, your mission. It will take you away from that. So some decisions um, will not be good ones that you make. And of course, I know talking to you right now, you've made some bad decisions. We all have. <laughs> and if we could go back, we would say, why did I do that? But at the time, we wanted it so bad, or at the time, we thought this was a great idea. But when we got into it, it was a no. <laughs> and God probably would have told us that if we had asked, if we had um, talked to him about it, if we had shared with him about it, but we didn't. So when you are making decisions, when you're trying to make the right decision, make sure that that decision will put you in a position that is closer to Christ. Of course, you're not 100% always going to know that. But if you ask God, if you talk to him on what to do next, chances are he's going to tell you no, yes, or wait. <laughs> yeah, he's going to talk back to you. Please, the last thing that I'm going to say is please, when you are trying to discern what is for you, what's the next right decision, please take time to stay in scripture, um, to pray, but also to listen. I cannot stress that enough. You need silent time. You need time to listen. Oftentimes, we're doing all the things we're supposed to do, right? We're praying, we're in the scripture, 
we're talking to God, but we don't sit down to actually hear what's next, what to do next. And like I said, there could be many different answers from God, but are you listening? He could be saying so much things to you and he talks in different ways. Like we said, it could be in that quiet time. Sometimes I'm just sitting down and I'm talking to God and something just pops in my head and it checks off all of these boxes that we talked about today. And I know it's from him. Also, because I am used to hearing his voice. If you do not have a relationship, you cannot know who's talking to you, right? If you are in a crowded room, if your mother calls you, you immediately know who it is because you are used to her voice. But whether or not you come is based on if you are really listening. Whether or not you do what she tells you to do is based on if you are really listening, okay? So I want to hear from you guys. How do you discern? How do you make decisions? How do you know what to do next? How do you, do you talk to God about it? Go to cupsofcoco.com slash community and sign in and answer that question. Like, how do you guys discern what's the next step in your life? Okay, let's take action. Let's take action. So write down in your journal what you're struggling right now with, what decision you are struggling with. And then I want you to check it against these foolproof ways to discern God's will. Are you aligning with scripture, right? Is what you're thinking about um, aligned with scripture? Is the answer repetitive? Is God convicting you to do something? Does the answer bring you closer to Christ? Are you sitting down with him to know what that answer is? All right. And let me know. Let me know what happens. And I will see you guys next time. It was great talking to you. All right. Bye. If this inspired you, transformed you, or blessed you in any way, please leave a written review over on Apple Podcasts or screenshot your phone and share it on Instagram and tag me at My Cups of Cocoa. Thank you again for listening, but I would love to talk to you personally. So come on over and connect with me in my community, cupsofcoco.com slash community. Remember, we see you, we feel you, we love you, and you belong here. Come on back and sit with us.